good day to you. We've made it to Thursday, June 29th, 2023. I hope your day is either going well or it's about to go well or it has gone well. Early where I am, and we're—it's it's not super early. It's later than normal for me, but earlier than yesterday. Yesterday I was really running late. Um, another smoky day here in southeast Wisconsin, and um, you know those Canadian wildfires. It's interesting because I want to curse them. Damn you, Canadian wildfires! But we've had wildfires here in America. We every year we probably have them now, and that's caused some problems for others and for us. Uh, but never had this in my lifetime anyway. I don't remember this ever occurring from uh, Canadian wildfires to this degree. I mean, it stinks outside. It's thick outside. Um, I had to mow my lawn with a mask the other day because it was just so stinky. And um, and you know, it's, it's, it's not quite like a campfire smell. It's almost like a campfire smell, but it's like a stale campfire smell or something. I don't know what it is. Not quite right. Um, but when you're going to be out for, you know, an hour and a half, you know, five to seven miles an hour through the, the air, you, I just thought it would be better not to suck all that in. Um, and it's supposed to, the wind's supposed to change today. So this is supposed to go away. Our air quality alert is only till noon today. So hopefully, um, things clear out of here, but, um, you know, every summer I've been—I talked about this a while back—but every summer it's the summer of something, some weather anomaly, some bird flu, shark attacks. I remember one summer was just like every day, new shark attacks. <clears throat> I was talking to my friend Ben, and he's like, "Yeah, but those things never really bothered me. This is really, you know, cutting into my groove, you know, and it is." It is, and you know, you feel bad for the people in Canada, of course. But I got to be honest with you: anything north of that line, they're not—they're not getting what we're getting. If it's coming down here, I don't know. I, I hope nobody's getting hurt, and I hope nobody's losing their home. I'm sure that there's plenty of destruction going on, but hopefully, it's all in the woods, um, and the wildlife is all making its way out on time. Uh, that's just my way of avoiding the fact that there's probably horrible death and destruction going on. Um, so with that, let's start the joke of the day. <laughs> That's God awful. Uh, okay. Did you know that, uh, your pupils are the last part to stop working when you die? Yep. They dilate. <laughs> Again, clever, very clever. I would love to know the origins of some of these jokes. Just, I mean, did somebody sit down to write that? No, no, no. I think it's cool. Do, do. What am I grateful for today? I'll tell you that um, the What's Eating Co- uh, Kale podcast isn't actually the first thing I did today, not even journaling. I was actually doing business um, at 530. I started uh, journaling and um, a, a couple of important emails came up, so I responded to them and we got some stuff ironed out. Uh, at 5.30 in the morning. So I love when you can do that and there's other people available. A lot of times I try to either avoid sending emails and stuff like that super early because um, nobody's going to answer. You know, it's going to, but 
this morning people are emailing me and I'm, we're having basically a chat via email at 5.30 in the morning. So I, I love those people. I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful that we were able to get something ironed out this morning. Um, I'm grateful for people who think of amazing things just because they know their job so well. They know their, their whatever it is they do, their profession, their whatever it is they do, they know it so well that they're like, I got an idea. This will make everything better. So I bought a pair of shorts. <laughs> I know that sounds stupid and ridiculous, but I bought a pair of shorts. I've got so many casual shorts, and I've got some nicer shorts. They're like kind of nice casual, some resort shorts. Um, but, and I'd like to wear them more, but they're just not that comfortable. You know, the material's not, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Especially when you're sitting all the time. You know, just, they're not, like, I don't want to sit and work in them. I'd like to wear them. I like the way they look. Eh, I'd rather wear my Under Armour barely there shorts. Uh, so anyway, um, there's this company I found a while back that made um, men's yoga pants. And they look like regular khakis. And they look like regular, you know, casual pants. Not like sweats. Super stretchy, super comfortable. Awesome. I've worn them to meetings no one would know. Um, and I was looking for these nicer shorts, and I found some, and I, uh, I got two different pair from them. I don't know why they're pairs of shorts, but the uh, one pair was super casual, cargo shorts, looking like hiking shorts, and then the other was more of like a golf short, like you know something a little bit nicer, a little bit more pressed-looking and I like that short way better. God, they're so effing comfortable. They're just, they're super stretchy and they just, they're super lightweight. They really breathable, but they look like a good pair of club shorts, like a, a country club shorts, resort shorts, if you will. Uh, and the the um, hiking ones weren't quite as, as uber comfortable. Um. And so what this is, and what, the reason I bring, bring this up is people who are good at their jobs. Somebody came up with the idea of using um, fabrics, man-made fabrics, in fact, that um, I, I don't know why nobody ever thought of putting these all together before. Maybe they have, but I, I've not ever seen. Maybe they just never used it like this before. But these are um, 80 or 90% polyester, and the rest of, of the material is spandex. And they're not tight. You know, they hang loose, but they, they have a crispness to them. Um, I really, really like them. Um, you can buy them through me. I'll sell you some. Uh, anyway, another thing that I'm grateful for this morning is that the smoke uh, will be clearing out today. It has it been a challenge, and I hope this, for everybody, I hope for the Canadians that are dealing with the fires, I hope for the firefighters, I hope for, and, you know, selfishly, I hope that it stops bothering me um, because... It's really taken a toll on my summer. Um, anyway, uh, that's uh, what I'm grateful for today. Don't you forget to be grateful. And if you're grateful for people or uh, you, you think highly of somebody, let them know. It's, it's just a good thing to do. doesn't cost nothing. This is the meat of the program. It's called What's Eating Kale. These are things that... Uh, excuse me, interest can found or gnaw at me. And today uh, I get to um, 
talked with my friend Ben. Um, I'm going to play this because I, I made this up just for music reviews, and I, I like this this music. So I'm just going to play this for a second for you. <laughs> Come on. Come on. If you don't... Oh, that was supposed to fade out. If you don't see how amazingly fun this is. Dude. You need to get some rewiring. You know, I could have changed that right there. Anyway, um, that, that's the opening for our music reviews. And... Um, I don't get to play it often because I normally do it as like the first thing right after the theme music for what's eating kale. Um, so I just, I just wanted to play that and come on one day. I'm just going to play the whole damn thing just to get everybody in a good mood. Um, and me, cause that's what this is about anyway, just for me to get in a good mood. Uh, anyway, today, uh, the, the song that Ben chose, uh, was the number one hot rock alternative song in America on the billboard 100. Um, it is a song called something in the orange by Zach Bryan. Um, it, 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 let me just play a little bit of the song for you here so you can get a vibe and this is going to take just a little bit cause the intro is kind of long and I want you to hear the voice and stuff. So there's a little bit of the song, and um, you'll notice that one thing we might have a problem with is that um, this was listed in the um, hot rock and alternative songs. Um, obviously not that. Um, I think the guy's got a really good voice. I think Ben thought he had a really good voice. But let's take a listen to uh, our conversation about this song. Well, first thoughts uh, were, here's another country song. Um so I was a little surprised by that. I thought by choosing that label that we had chosen, which was, uh, what was it? Alternative Hot rock. rock and alternative songs. Yeah. I, Number like, one. I thought we'd get like a rock song or some kind of, you know, edgier music or something like that. But, uh, no, this is kind of country. I would say it leans a little bit more away from country and goes more into like that American sound, almost like a frontier Western sound to it, I would say, but it's still, I would classify it as country. Um, so I was a little bit like underwhelmed by that prospect that this is going to be the listening experience again. Um, but otherwise, you know, it was, it was fine. It was a very simple arrangement instrumentation again. Um, kind of like that Morgan Wallen song and it was an acoustic guitar. It was a piano. It was a harmonica. I couldn't hear anything else. I don't know if you did. Uh, there was also a drone going on in the back of like kind of, it was a very sullen song. 
the recording was fine. It didn't feel overproduced, which was nice, but it also wasn't very exciting. There wasn't a lot of ear candy. There wasn't like things panned in an interesting way. It was just kind of all, you know, right down the center, very straightforward. Um, kind of like hard to mess it up when it's just three instruments like that. But uh, I would say the things I kind of liked are limited. I sort of liked the, uh, the palm muting thing he did at the tail end of those verse lines, you know, where he would kind of boom, 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 boom on the, and do the palm muting on the guitar. I liked that. Please turn those headlights around. Please turn those headlights around. But, um, boy, it was tough for me. It was kind of a, you know, this is a song where the lyrics are super important and I read them and it just doesn't resonate for me oh. very much. <laughs> I, and I, I'd like to hear if you had any deeper thoughts on the lyrics, because my thought was that there was some great lyrics in there, but uh, they were tempered by, it just wasn't a cohesive song lyrically. Uh, and I was confused by, well, you just saying this and then you saying that and it like didn't go together. Um, but to your point, the, the melody was good. I just thought lyrically there was a couple of home runs in there kind of really clouded by extraordinary mediocrity or even almost like it wasn't um, finished. It was like, I have these thoughts and I have this great line. I have this great line. No one's ever going to have this line. Gonna miss you in the morning when I see the sun. Something in the orange tells me we're not done. To you, I'm just a man. To me, you're all I am. Where am I supposed to go? Poison myself again. Something in the orange tells me you're never coming home. And I'll, so I'll just, I'll just finish it. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what it felt like to me. Um, I agreed with you, American alternative or rock alternative. Just, nah, this is wrong category. Right. Country music all the way. It was country music. And I don't know, even though the the video itself was pretty boring, it looked like a compilation of like his fans videos. Yeah. I don't think there is an actual official video. That was another thing that struck me. There was a couple of where there's just different sunset pictures and sunrise pictures and orange themed things. And, um, you have to go I, on his official channel. Oh, that's, and there's an actual video there. I'll have to go check that out because well, it's a video, which is just a compilation. It looks like of his fans videos that he threw together. Mm, all right. Uh, I'll take a look at that. I did see a couple and I read the lyrics mostly for me. Um, the, the melody is catchy. It's a very simple song. And mm-hmm. so I, I think in fact, that's why it's so catchy. Um, and, and I liked that. Um, I probably will catch myself humming it every once in a while. Um, but again, for me, the lyrics were disjointed again. He's got, um, he's got this kind of, uh, something in the orange tells me. And so he's talking about a sunrise and, uh, and by dusk, everything will be fine. So the, the orange that's there. And I get that he's staring into that. And like, as he's staring into the orange, he's got this, these feelings, right? But you just, you know, then there's this, I poison myself again. Something in the orange tells me you'll never be home. Uh, right. It's just like, ah. It sounds like, yeah, from the lyrics, it's some girl or person that doesn't love him back, right? Yeah. Yep. And 
uh, I don't know if it's just the, the, the cynic in me that kind of is like, when he's like, to you, I'm just a man to me. You're all I am. And it's just kind of like, Oh God, man, move on. Or like find something more in your life. I guess it's hard for <laughs> me. to like, Holy shit, man. Come on. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's a little on the edge of stalking or not stalking, but like it's creepy. Obsession. Like, yeah. That's it. That's all you are. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's not very appealing for her. Probably. Probably not. Um, so I did, again, there were a couple of moments in there that were like for lyrically, but you're right. I mean, it, it was, it, it was, uh. it's a song where the music itself is neither hot or cold. It's just kind of lukewarm, yep. tepid music. And the lyrics are definitely the focus, but you're right. They're, they're not, it's not completely clear what he's saying to me. Huh. That's my takeaway is he's obsessed with this person that doesn't like him back or doesn't love him back. I, I would agree with that a hundred percent. It took me a little while to be honest with you to uh, even like so it's the first time I listened through it. I'm like, Oh, I do not like this at all. Uh, and then I listened to it a couple more times and I'm like, all right, well if, and I think part of the problem was I expected an, an alternative rock song and got a country song. So I was like, ah, uh, so that was a letdown. That's not his fault. Yeah. You know, no, that's it's not his fault. And, uh, but it, it still got a five from me. Hundred percent, hundred percent on board with you with a five, uh, and our rating scale is five. Is like, eh. yeah, take it, take it or leave it. It's not bad, but it's definitely not something yeah. I'm going back to. I wouldn't rush to turn it off, but I would definitely not seek it out. Right, it's hard to do that to him. He, it's not his fault, and he did write it, so yeah. I give him credit there. He wrote the song. Um, I looked up on the Wikipedia page and he wrote it in a cabin in Wisconsin. Get out of Dodge. So there you go. 5.5. Inspired by, (laughs) I thought we weren't doing 0.5s. I'm kidding. I was giving him a half just for recording in Wisconsin or at least Uh, writing in Wisconsin. Um, and it's surprising me that these very simple country songs are striking so big on the billboard charts. Just from watching the voice um, the volume of country music musicians that are on the voice, the power of the voting around the country music people. Sometimes you're seeing a country music person that isn't all that good and they're getting through every round and it's like, all right. I mean, it's obviously bigger than I know, but how it seems to be crossing over to a, a, an alternative rock category is weird. Right. If I was going to base off of like, the alternative rock. If I gave them a rating for having this song be in the top, they get like a two. <laughs> you gotta love Ben, man. Uh, you know, next week, uh, Ben and I have a real special treat. Uh, I think, I think this is gonna be really fun. It's got me on a bit of a, uh, I, I, I'm just on this, this topic a lot right now. Um, I, I, we're gonna do dueling yacht rock playlists. He's coming up with his top 10, his, his top 10 Yacht Rock songs. I'm coming up with my top 10 Yacht Rock songs. And we're going to uh, compare them and judge how mine is better. <laughs> um, you know, this brings me to my next point, though. Um, after he and I had, we both got pretty passionate about the Yacht Rock genre of music during our conversation yesterday. And it got me on a Yacht Rock kind of vibe and to be honest with you 
I really want to have a Yacht Rock party. I told my friend Dennis this yesterday. I'm like, dude, I just, just out of the blue, I'm like, dude, I want to have a Yacht Rock party. And he's like, I'm in. And so I, I got to figure out how to do this. But finding a venue is going to be a little bit of a challenge. I don't have a pool, nor is there water right by my house. Otherwise, I just do it right here and no big deal. Uh, I think that uh, ideally there should be water nearby. Um, super ideally, somebody with a giant yacht. <laughs> Would be like, why don't you have your party here? I'll drive you around for a while. And I'd be like, okay. Um, but I want anyone who loves Yacht Rock or just loves the idea of, I don't, you know, like I, I was saying it's sort of cheesy, sort of schmaltzy, but yet it's just, it's so good. It's just chilling music. It's just so good. Um, so wherever we wind up having it will determine the capacity. I can't just say everybody in the world is going to be invited but um i have one place in mind but there's not not much shade there and they don't allow tents um they may not appreciate a a sound system either so i again i could do it at the house but no water i don't know it's a little boring so i'm gonna have to look around a little bit over the next couple of days to try to find uh, a potential venue and and hopefully um we'll have some more news on that later Learning from my mistakes. Um, almost don't have time for this today, but I'm gonna anyway because I need to. I need a little, uh, little learning today. I once made a deal with myself that I was gonna be uh, better about, like, looking at every problem and everything challenge that was facing me as, you know, an opportunity. I mean, and that sounds cliche. Um, but for me, I just wanted to look at it more as like, oh, I wonder what's around the next corner. And I wanted it to, I wanted to kind of set my life up to be more of an adventure, even when there's trouble, you know. Um, and every time I make this thought in my head, I think of the movie The Goonies. You know, these kids, right? Like they, they, they run into all these things and they, you know, part of it is that they don't know any better, you know, they're kids and it is an adventure. And then they, you know, they're trying to find the, the treasure. Um, but that's kind of the way I, I look at my life and the challenges that face me. I try to. And of course, when you're mired in those problems, you, it's a hard thing to do. Uh, during the recession, I was so caught up in what was going wrong that I literally for nearly a year forgot to focus on the things that I'm good at that could have actually started to solve those problems. I just, I concentrated on what's the next piece of crap that's going to hit me today. Um, so I, I just was so focused on that and how horrible everything was. And, and that's all I did. I just got mired in that. Uh, I'm way better at not letting stuff paralyze me now, you know, problems and what have you. Um, but I need to, to improve even more, um, to simply just deal with the issues the best I can and then press on and just get busy doing the things I need to be doing. That's all there is to it. So with that, I'm going to figure out how to have a Yacht Rock party. <laughs> uh, so that's what's eating kale today. Coming out tomorrow, it's all fun and games. Uh, with any luck, my uh, Chris Stapleton review with my friend Tom Parker will be tomorrow. Until then, make it a good one.